0: On today's episode, we go deep. No, who am I kidding? We always do. No, I'm, I'm actually stoked on today's episode. We talk about how to change your identity and how to change your results. So in today's episode, I break down the what and the why on how to navigate roadblocks or molehills in your business, in your entrepreneurial journey, and not allow them to turn into mountains, but also how to use them as a tool. And then this is part one. Part two is the interview that follows this coming up after this episode drops with Neil Thacker, where we break down how he did this to become a millionaire and launch a seven-figure business and how he rewrote his identity. And so I break down all of that in today's episode with an incredible article read and some homework to chew on that might help you and get you really, really excited before that episode. So without further ado, let's get into today's show. Are you ready to ethically scale your business? Good. Good. To another episode of the mind of George show. And I'm just gonna lay this one out with a with a preface. I'm feeling like it's gonna be a brief episode and to the point, uh, because I have another call in 23 minutes. And I'm actually excited to share this episode, to record this episode. So I was like, I gotta do this. This is actually probably better for everybody listening, since I normally talk too much anyways, and this one is not one that requires a lot of talking. And so what I wanna talk about today is how to turn roadblocks and molehills or inconveniences in life and in business into our greatest weapon, our greatest opportunity, and our greatest tool. And so I just had one of my incredible private clients in town, Neil Thacker, owns a company called Evolve Air, and we did a podcast. And his podcast is coming out this Friday, if you're hearing this within me dropping this. And in that, Neil breaks down the how to navigate a lot of the things that I'm going to share today on the podcast. And where this comes from, and I'm sure as an entrepreneur you've felt this before, where things have been going, either predictably, seamless, relatively easy, and then what feels like every so often that happens, like an atomic bomb gets dropped, right? A refund request from your favorite client comes in, a contract gets canceled, you get hit with a trademark lawsuit, right? These these moments... Of resistance are guaranteed to happen they're a part of the game it, it's not about trying to avoid hitting roadblocks it's about understanding that roadblocks are going to come the challenge becomes when those roadblocks come if we allow them to take over our emotions to take over our clarity our vision our thinking and we start reacting to them based on when they're happening and so i know all of us have experienced this i still get it to this day like i'll get a random text message with an audio from somebody I haven't heard from in three months. And because of my life, my default thought is, oh my God, what happened? What's wrong? And I'm like, wait, 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 no, that's that's not real. I don't know what's in this message. I need to listen to it. But that requires me to pause for a minute and have an awareness so that I don't allow my emotions to get upset. So one particular example for me is maybe a year and a half ago uh, in our company, High Speed Daddy, we were in the back, and forth. with some legal things around trademarks and words and things like that. And we, we did everything. We, we did it right. Everything was above brow. And then a couple mistakes happened that were missed and they were innocent mistakes, but they, they had real legal implications with money attached. And I remember I got the phone call and it completely spiraled me. Like it took over my day, like took 12, 13 hours of my day. And it was like this felt like this never ending cesspool that I couldn't get out of. Like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get out of it. It it, just nothing worked. And then irregardless it's because I kept myself trapped. But later that day, I had a little bit of a pattern interrupt in perspective. And then when I talked to the attorney, he had already handled it in like two minutes. It wasn't a big deal. But for that whole like 12, 13 hours, like I basically suffered Um, and there was no reason for me to suffer. And so I think it's an important Concept and I talk about this often that when you're an entrepreneur, when you're a business owner, when you're somebody who's going to create something that's never been created—a course, an offer, a marketing platform, whatever it is—you're um, kind of taking like a, a gutsy move. Like you're you're kind of stepping out into um, the unknown, and in that game, the only guarantee is that it's not all going to work. The roadblocks are guaranteed. It's just part of the game that we play. It's it's a rule um, and almost a requirement for the game to be effective, or else everybody would play the game. And so I say that because. It's important to understand that so that we can relate to it correctly and not get upset that it comes, not let it throw our day out of whack, not let us control our emotions, not let us cloud our judgment, but instead understand that it's coming and prepare for it to come. And then when it comes, rather than allowing it to take over our emotions or judge our clarity, having a system, a tool, a process in place to allow us the clarity to find it. And so I know for every entrepreneur, because it still happens to me on the regular, a couple of times a week, I'll get hit with something out of left field or I thought something was going smoothly and it wasn't. And, and at this point, like I love those moments. I look forward to them. It means we're growing. It means we're fixing. It means we're changing. But it took me, God, like 15 years to even see it that way. And so I know as entrepreneurs, this is common because I still feel it. My friends feel it. My mentors feel it. It's normal. And so why is this so important? Because we win the game when we don't go into the hole, and we lose the game when we go into the hole. So mole molehill, molehill being the example. The hole exists, but in neurolinguistic programming, or NLP, what they teach is they teach, I believe it's the seven logical levels of the brain. And Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs teaches something similar. But basically is when you're in a problem or an experience, it's happening at a certain level. And irregardless with human psychology, it's, it's like impossible to change it at the level that you're on. You have to go a level above it or a level below it. Another way you've heard this put is I can't see the label when I'm inside the pill bottle. What this simply means is that when you're unprepared for the roadblocks or for the molehills and they happen, it clouds our judgment and we can't see anything. And so we have to understand this and we have to recognize this so that we understand that the roadblocks are guaranteed to come. And when they come, we have to recognize that in that place, any decisions that we make that are tied to that emotion that lack clarity are not going to lead to our results. So we have to create the space to pause, and then we have to start mitigating it and shifting it. And so the question leads to how. And that's why this gets to be such a fun episode, because this is kind of the framework and the groundwork, and I'm going to give you something to chew on until we get into neil's episode now neil is an incredible entrepreneur achieving incredible things and the guy's going to be written about in magazines and billboards Just, just take my word for it i love him to pieces and he shares how to do this in our episode and he also breaks down how it applied to him and what it got into and so what is the how well in neil's how he talks about he had to rewrite this story about what he believed to be true about himself and he shares So many examples of the questions he asked to get to the root of it and the meanings around it. And one of the things that he called out so beautifully was that he recognized in life that the only way to get the results he wanted was to actually change his beliefs and identity before he went into action to mitigate the circumstance. And Benjamin Hardy talks about this in his book, Personality Isn't Permanent, which is an incredible read. Uh, Nicole LaPera, the holistic psychologist on Instagram, also talks about this in her book, Do the Work, another incredible read. And what Neil is alluding to and they're alluding to is that the roadblocks and the molehills are guaranteed. And in some semblance, our state of being, the way that we've been operating, the way that we've been showing up has allowed that situation to happen. So if we look at that situation through the same lens in which we created it, we're not going to recreate it. I mean, we're going to recreate it. We're not going to change it. We're not going to break through it. We're not going to grow it because our certain beliefs, the way that we see the world in that moment is what got us there. And so we have to be willing to extract ourselves from that moment. And instead of comparing that moment to that moment, right, and using that as a frame of window, you got to kind of step back and you got to be willing to take a step back in those moments. And you have to ask yourself what you believe to be true. So when we say these things of like rewriting, rewriting your identity, it's, it's simply changing the view in which you see the business. And I, and I can use a tangible example right now. I was having a conversation with my wife about the event, and the event is in a couple of days. So if you're listening to this, the event has already happened. But I made a mistake when um, selling and marketing the VIP tickets that I didn't even catch. And so because of that, it led to some logistical challenges. We didn't sell as many tickets. Um, and there's two sides to that story. And I've processed both, but I was sharing with my wife and my wife's first interpretation was, oh my God, that's incredible. You're going to have a smaller group. It's going to be so much more intimate. They're going to get so much value. It's going to be blank, blank, blank. And I love that. And I love that I thought that too. But up until two years ago, every ounce of my energy would have been like, I failed. I'm such a failure. I'm such a boom. And I would try to create solutions out of that space, but I could never see them. Because I was just clouded with that anxiety or overwhelm or fear. And so the how really starts to come into practice when you start to recognize these situations and recognize these patterns or recognize these molehills and insert a pause button in between them happening and when you take an action. And what that aligns to is that you're being intentional with your actions so another book that i recommend around this one um, is by an author called scott carney and it's called the wedge and the wedge is basically how you can train this part of your nervous system to when given triggers or situations that instead of your body naturally reacting and going on autopilot that you have the ability to pause and choose your actions and so My team, Ashley on my team, found this incredible article, um, and I'm going to read a section of it to you today, and that's how we're going to wrap the episode. Because in Neil's episode, he's going to share the questions that you should be asking yourself about what story you're writing, what beliefs, and like how to put it into practice and how to integrate and implement from that new place. And I'm going to challenge you, though. And I'm going to challenge you through this podcast and the podcast with Neil. And I don't talk about this on the podcast with Neil because we have this awareness after, but I'm going to talk about it right now. I'm going to challenge you to rewrite your story about yourselves by separating your problems from your identity. And I am going to read this part of the article to you, and I'm also going to link it in the show notes. But one of the most powerful things that I recognized the other day is I was reflecting back on a podcast and I realized that when I, um, I did an exercise in speaking my vision into existence that I, I'm actually living in that exact vision. And, and there's a few other things. There was one exercise I did in an NLP training about rewriting my story with money. And on a piece of paper, I actually wrote down my relationship with money like I was in a monogamous relationship with her and how I talked to her and how I related to her and how she scared me and how she made me uncomfortable. And then once I did that, I was able to write a new letter with what I wanted my relationship with money to be. And I wrote that letter, and it's kind of crazy because my entire life changed. And it was simple as having the willingness to write the letter from a place of integrity and truth. And so I think it's such a powerful exercise, and the most powerful people and the most successful people I know are the ones that are constantly and almost on the daily basis looking at their identity looking at their actions, looking at their behaviors, and then making micro adjustments to allow them to shift that and to change that by rewriting this identity. And then when they're clear on that identity, they're not making choices based on who they are today. They're asking themselves like, okay, well, if that's who I want to be and that's how I want to be, what's one action that man would take or that person would take? And they take those actions. And that's the practice that this comes into. But it starts by rewriting your beliefs and your story that informs those. And as Sharon Lecter says, and she's absolutely incredible when she talks about this, is that our thoughts dictate our words, which dictate our actions. And if our identity is wrapped up in a story that, like, we're not good enough, or I can't do it, or this always happens, then that thought is what dictates the words that we use to describe the situation, to look at it, which is what dictates our actions. And we can't find solutions in that place. And so we have to start with changing the thoughts. This is talked about like in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, if you're familiar, like the human-based level of needs, the very bottom one is food, water, and shelter. And the ones above it are like, you know, connection and love and boom, boom, boom. But what Maslow says is that a human being can't pursue an intimate relationship if they are starving or they don't have food or, you know, a combination of those things. And it works in levels. And the way that this works is that when you find yourself caught or trapped in a level, what you have to recognize is that you can't change it from the level that you're currently on. You have to state change. You have to level change. You have to change your perspective. And so these are some of the tools and ways in which people do that. So in this article, it's on a website called Health Sessions. Uh, I'm just going to read this last section and then um, tie it together for you. Um, But in this article, and you should read it, it talks about how to rewrite your life story. Step number one is realize that you're the writer. That was a very big, powerful moment for me as a human, as a man, as an entrepreneur. Uh, Number two (laughs) is become aware of the stories that you're telling yourself. Like which words do you use to talk about your health, your body, your life? How do you see yourself? Get specific. What's your problem exactly? And then it gets into number three. And number three is the part that I want to read to you. And this is about separating your problems from your identity. And then the fourth step is to choose a new narrative and write it. But part three is the part I want to call out before Neil's episode. And then I want you to find this article. And to make it easy, if you're itching and you don't know where the show notes are, um, this is on a website called The Health Sessions. And the article itself is called Narrative Psychology, How to Rewrite Your Life Story. Narrative Psychology, How to Rewrite Your Life Story. of course, if you DM us, we will send this to you. Uh, We'll probably send you a link to the show notes where it's linked. So it's easy. But this part, this section is what I want to share and wrap the episode with today. Separate your problems from your identity. We all give ourselves labels as we go through life. A nerd, a perfectionist, a screw-up, a diva, not just because we recognize patterns in our behavior, but also because we make our experiences a part of our identity. For example, if someone you love has made you feel like it's too much trouble to work around your health limitations so you can hang out together, you may start to believe you're difficult or high-maintenance. But according to narrative psychology, you are not your problem. The situation is the problem. Your problem is not an unchangeable part of your identity. It's something outside of you. You are not your mistakes or successes, not your struggles, not even your illness, no matter how much it impacts every aspect of your being. This externalization technique is not some excuse to avoid taking responsibility for your life and your actions, but to not build destructive narrative around your problem. By putting some space between yourself and your problem, you can look at your situation from a distance. Studies show that the small shift in perspective allows you to relive painful memories and focus on what you can learn from it instead of being overwhelmed by emotions. What's more, by separating your problems from your sense of identity, you realize you don't have to change yourself, but you have to transform the meaning of what's happened to you. And so I just think that's such a powerful concept and something that I consistently work on. Um as a massive part of myself and and like a tangible example. Um, and my wife gets upset with me about this. And this was a pattern for so long is that I used to say things like, Oh, um, I used to be like, Oh, I'm such a bad husband. And it wasn't that I was being a bad husband. It was that I made a mistake. But that narrative, when I said it, I would start to believe it. And then I wouldn't take the actions that would make me a good husband. I wouldn't take any of them. And it would become true, but by choosing a different narrative and saying like, oh, wow, I'm a great husband and I appreciate that feedback and telling myself that story. It allows me to take actions that are aligned with that without becoming destructive in my emotions and allowing them to overwhelm me and take control of me. And so I wanted to share that with you today because I I think this is a theme I've been seeing. It's a trend I'm seeing and it's definitely a a focus for me right now is this reminder of myself that I play on this field of entrepreneurship and on this field, the molehills and the roadblocks are guaranteed. And the faster I fall in love with them, the faster I realize that's the path to my success. That's where I learn. That's where I grow. That's where I adjust. And so I'm just falling in love with that game and having gentle reminders when it knocks me off base. And when it does, I rewrite my identity. I get to work. I refocus and I keep going until it happens again. And the more we implement this, the more we integrate this, the more we practice this and change our thinking and question these stories the faster we grow, we have these new awarenesses and these new creativity pieces come out. So that's what I got for you today. So make sure you listen to the episode with Neil coming out after this one. I believe it should be episode 369, if I'm guessing correctly. But that's what I got for you in today's podcast. So if you want to Google this article, it's on thehealthsessions.com, thehealthsessions.com. It's called Narrative Psychology, How to Rewrite Your Life Story. I love you. If you came to the event, it was good to hug you, high-five you, and see you. If you didn't, you missed out. I already know that to be true. So get on the waiting list at the next one in Montana, most likely in October. Go to mindofgeorge.com event. And that's what I have today. Have a beautiful day. Have a beautiful moment. Enjoy a beautiful smile right now. Know that you're special. I will either see you in the next episode or you will hear me in your earballs. But either way, we're out. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Mind of George Show.